0: Blog Talk Radio oh, and
1: Welcome back to another episode of Pinstripe Talk. I'm your host, Eamon, joined by Anthony. And um, how are you doing today? And how are you enjoying uh, Yankees baseball for this week?
2: Well, the past week has been an up-and-down week for me, obviously, with the loss of Aaron Judge. But they've, they've won the past four games uh, in a row, I believe. I think they've won now uh, four straight. Uh, I'm sorry, five straight. Uh, and it looked like a team who was ready to compete again. And uh, with getting some players back, like Sanchez today, um, maybe this team could find a way to uh, to piece it together until they get all their, all their big boys back. But so far, I've really enjoyed watching this week Yankee baseball because it's just more fun to watch your team when it's winning.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think the loss of Judge is even more piling to the, uh, you know, IL, and it is a little bit scary, because now we really have to rely on a lot of the veterans and a lot of the young guys getting called up so I think it will be very interesting going forward um, we have we're seeing a few guys do some big have some big moments in these games um, but uh, let's hop in to uh, some weekly awards and see you know who's shining uh, this week um, let me let me hear what you you know your guys. Where your picks are?
2: Well, if I had to give an MVP, I'm going to give it to Luke Voigt. He's been consistently hitting uh, this entire week. He had two home runs yesterday. Um, he, he's been a uh, he's been an on base machine. I believe he's been on base for 35 straight games uh, headed into last season. So he is my MVP for the week, topping um, it off with two home runs yesterday. My my uh, sign award going to Domingo Herman, who uh, while he did uh, receive a loss uh, on the Thursday game against Kansas City. It was not like it was an egregious loss. He went six innings and pitched very well. And obviously, yesterday he, he he was masterful. Six and two thirds, one run, four hits. Uh, his, his ERA for the season is 175. So he has been he's been phenomenal. My rookie goes to Mike Ford. Mike Ford, who got his first big league hit oh, about a week ago, um, a double in Kansas City, and his first big league home run last night. So. His stats aren't the fleshiest, but I'm giving it to the kid who just hit his first big league home run. An undrafted free agent um, that finally made it to the big leagues and hit his first big league home run, deserve that award. And my goal glove is, uh, is going to go to uh, uh, Giovanni Urshela, who has played a phenomenal third base uh, in the absence of in Duhar and uh, when, when LeMay, he's not playing there. So um, Urshela gets my goal glove.
1: All right, yeah, great picks. I, I, um, I have some similar ones, so um, I'll hop into mine. Um, for my MVP, I also think uh, Voit as well. I think he's been picking up uh, really good lately. I was kind of, I think, when Greg Bird got injured, I looked at his batting average. I was like, he's not really doing the greatest. He was in a little bit of a slump, um, but these last two games, he's really broke out, and I'm really liking to see that. Um, his defense is actually – he made some good plays in, uh, in the field, so I think he is definitely going to be my MVP. Uh, for my Cy Young, I'm going to go with Paxton. I know we went with Paxton last week, but he did continue to do a really good uh, – his next start was really, really good, and uh, I think that's what we need from him uh, moving forward, and if he could be sort of the ace, uh, for the Yankees for a little bit, I think that would be great. And with Herman and him, and when we get Severino back, I think that would be amazing to see all those guys that they can keep up what they've been doing. Um, my rookie would probably be uh, Mike Ford as well. Uh, he's been he's been looking locked in, and I have been hearing that. Uh, he's not a guy that chases a lot of pitches out of his own. So he looks like a, du- a person, you know, that could really be an impactful guy for for these injuries. And um, hopefully he could stay up here and uh, we can see more of him. But I love to see, you know, him getting his first hit, his first home run. And I think that was really, um, you know, nice to see from a guy that was undrafted. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, all in all, um, you know, all these people for this week were doing really well, and uh, I'm glad to or I'm excited to see
2: uh, with more games going on, who's going to be the for next week. Agreed. Uh, this has been an interesting week in the Yankees. Um, there's been a lot of positives. And um, right now this week in Yankee baseball is, uh, is, is being played in Anaheim. So uh, let's get into that Angel series. Um, what do you, what do you uh, like what you've seen so far? With um, the the two wins we have out in Anaheim, tell uh, them what you like, what you don't like. Uh, give me a breakdown. All right. So um, what I've been liking
1: is the starting pitching looks very well. Uh, Hap had his one of his probably one of his best starts um, of the year in Anaheim uh, for the first game, and I think he did really really well. Um, the offense was also clicking really really well the first game. And then the one bad thing, and it's actually been the last two games of what's been a bad thing, uh, Chad Green has been terrible. Uh, he's not himself. He's continuing the bad streak. And I'm pretty sure today they just sent him down to uh, AAA, so he will not be here. Um, I think they brought Tarpley back up, so he will be in the bullpen, and Chad Green will get some work down in AAA and see if he can figure out what's going wrong. But yeah, but that's one thing that I would say was has been bad this uh, series. I think the offense is doing amazing. I think the pitching, the starting pitching, is doing really, really good. So I'm excited uh, to see you know them keep playing the way they are because with all these injuries, half, I mean, most of our team that's starting is injured. Um, we're we are getting Gary, I think, back tonight. So uh, hopefully he does very well. But um, Yeah, most of the team's injured, but with all these injuries, this team's still looking very solid against, you know, the Angels. The Angels aren't a team that's like the Orioles or the the Royals or something like that, or a team a little bit lower than them. The Angels are a pretty decent team, so I'm I'm excited to see uh, what they can keep doing. We still have another uh, two games until we verse uh, the Giants, so we could see how the pitching is doing. Um, but I'm so far, I'm liking what um, I'm seeing. But the only bad thing was
2: uh, Green. Yeah, Chad Green has been uh, upsetting this season. His ERA is north of 16 at this point, which is, uh, to, to say that to any baseball fan, they know how terrible that, that is. Um, there's a reason he's in the minor leagues. First of all, I think he's hurt. I think he can't go from being as downed as he was to ha- as terrible as he is now um, without some without you being hurt, at least a little bit. So I believe he's hurt. And the Angels are a bad team, uh, and they're still hitting him. So it's, it just proves how um, how, how absolutely um, far Chad Reed has fallen from grace. And hopefully he'll correct himself to my league and be back here as soon as possible. Um, but as of right now we have Tarpley. Uh, I think the Yankees may be kicking themselves now um, by because they got rid of Gio Gonzalez. Uh, they could have used him in the bullpen as an arm. Um, any arm's a good arm at this point because they need they need the outs somehow. But uh um, that being the bad, the good is the fact that we won two games. Um the first game was a fourteen inning affair, G. Marshella with uh, with two big hits. Uh we ended up winning the game in fourteen innings. He had uh he had two RBIs in that game. Uh we won the game four three. And then last night's game, uh Greens uh, g- Greens bad outing notwithstanding, it was a pretty pretty easy win. Uh, Zach Britton got the save, so uh, Chapman didn't pitch, but that's, uh, that's that's perfectly fine. Chapman's arm is fine. But Herman went six and two-thirds. Um, Gardner had four hits. Voight had two hits, both of them homers. Torres had two hits, which he really needed. Uh, Mike Ford had two hits, including his first big homer. Thyro Estrada, who is playing in his first league got his, um, I believe, his first major league hit yesterday uh talk them with a hit way with a hit. So the entire team really is playing well. Um and with the fact that we're not getting Gary Sanchez back for today's game, this really uh it creates to the fact that this Yankee team is going to be a good team, a scary team, uh in, in the foreseeable future. This team is built to win and even without Judge and Stanton and some big players right now, we we're getting them back. Not right now, but we're getting them back. We already got Sabathia back, and he's pitching tonight, uh, six strikeouts away from, uh, from 3,000 strikeouts. Um, so we have players who are on the men now back, uh, Sabathia and Sanchez, and we'll get some back soon. Tulowitzki and Stanton will probably be back at the end of this West Coast swing, or shortly thereafter, and uh, we'll, we'll begin to take shape as a fully fledged team again. Um, this team has really proven to me that they're down. But they're certainly not out.
1: Yeah, um, they look they look like, and I think Voigt has said this in a in an interview. Um, the team looks like they're they they do not give up, and they are honestly looking like they're not giving up. Um, even with that grand slam that Chad Green gave up, uh, the Yankees were still locked in. I mean, that was in the eighth inning. They still pitched well. They brought Sessa in. Sessa's been probably the best I've seen him uh, in years, Um, and I'm really glad the guy, you know, he's doing well. So, I am it just looks like everything's clicking for the people that we aren't expecting it to happen. Um, Just because with all these injuries, we don't, you know, the team looks like a triple A team. It really, like, we have a lot of the guys called up. So, looking at that and looking at how they're playing, it's it's really surprising, at least to me, to see, you know, a team that's been calling up all their guys from the minors, and they're playing extremely well. They're really stepping up in their role, and they're doing well, and I think that's something the Yankees need to win the pennant and go into the playoffs, because if this right now starts happening, uh, with, even with the injury, even when the injuries come, you know, come back with all, with all these guys, uh, it will be a mess. So right now I think the Yankees are in a good position. Um, and hopefully they can continue because what they do is they like to play well and then they play poorly, uh, for a few games. So hopefully they can
2: keep going and, um, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, let's let's certainly hope they can keep this momentum from uh, from play from guys like obviously Frazier and Voight. This series um, is four games, so they have two more games to play out in Anaheim. They go to uh, San Francisco. uh, They lose the DH, so they lose a batter there. But um, this—I mean, when you go to the West Coast to play baseball, especially an East Coast team, it takes a lot out of you. Um, The travel, the 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 time zone—it does take a lot out of you. So to come into to the to the series and take the first two games is, is huge, It's absolutely huge because I mean first of all we're a team pretty much comp- com- comprised of AAA players, um, Mike Ford and Thyro Estrada should not be in the big leagues right now although they are playing fairly well, um, and we're we're winning, so it, it it it's kind of like two plus two is equaling five right now it, it, the math shouldn't work. But somehow the math is working. We're winning games, and I, I don't want to upset the apple cart too much. I don't think this team should be should be looking to make too huge a swing right now. Obviously, when you get when the healthy players back, that's when you should be upsetting the apple cart a little bit. When you get Sanchez back, like today, you take up and you and you and you and you right the ship a little bit. But uh, they are uh, they're playing well. This Angel series has been a fun one to watch so far. A 14-minute game is always fun. Uh, it's it's very intense to watch those kind of games. And this team really has proven that under some veterans like Gardner and even Clint Frazier, that um, they can be leaders and that they can write a ship that was uh a feeder in a little bit. Yeah, and I
1: I hope Chad Green can figure, you know, whatever he's mowing whatever is wrong with him and uh, come back up because I think we need him with the chances out. Um, and I I hope he, you know, wherever ha- whatever's happening in AAA uh, can get fixed.
2: Yeah, I, I think he's too good a pitcher. Um, I think he's too good a pitcher to be this bad um, for this long. I, I, I personally think there's something wrong with him. I don't think you can go from being so dominant to being so mediocre, it, like overnight, like with a snap of the fingers. It's overnight, it just happens where he becomes a mediocre pitcher. I just don't think that he, he's 100% right, and I think he'll be back. Um, with some time in the minor leagues or some, some recovery. I think he'll be just fine. But with that, we have to uh, go into a, uh, a short short break here, but we'll be right back with, uh, with more Yankees in a moment.
0: Hello, it's Tim from the Amazing Mets Podcast, where every Thursday night we cover everything you need to know about the New York Mets. On this week's episode, we will be talking about our winning formula and what we need to do and what lineups we will have to use in order to win the future games, especially with the tough schedule coming up. Along with that, we will also be discussing our starting pitching struggles and what free agents or trades we can make to fill in that final spot in the rotation. We will also be opening up our mailbag for any Mets fans or any MLB fans who has questions about the New York Mets. I'm going to let you get back to your show right now, but just make sure to tune into the Amazing Mets podcast this Thursday night and hope to see you guys there.
1: All right. Welcome back.
0: Our next segment here is
1: Judge's injury and how kind of unexpected it was. Um, He was one of, you know, our only kind of superstar uh, on the team right now, so it kind of did hurt to see this. But uh, what was your first thoughts on uh, when he, you know, had to get taken out and everything?
2: Uh, I was actually attending that game against the Royals. I was there, and uh, to see him hit double, I was very excited. I was happy, a big base hit, but then to see him pull up lame at first base with that oblique strain, um, it was was a gut punch, because up until that point, he had lost Sanchez, Byrd, Tulewitzki, Andrew Hart, Gregorius, Stanton, Hicks, Severino, and Batances, just to name a few. And to see the only guy who seemed to be healthy pull out lame with an injury of this magnitude was it was a gut punch. It was an absolute gut punch and it's it's something that we ha- just have to get past complaining about it and being upset about it is not going to change the fact that he is a strained oblique muscle that'll probably have him out for. At least a month. At least a month. So, accepting it is the only way to really move on from it. And you have to think to yourself, there's going to be players coming back, not named Judge, but Sanchez is back today. Stanton will be back in probably a week. Um, Tulowitzki shortly thereafter. You don't know about Anduhar. He could, he could be back soon, too. So, We'll have a better offense shortly.
0: Um,
2: and Judge, it's not like Judge is undergoing Tommy John surgery. He's not going to be out for the whole season. We'll get him back. It's a big loss because he's essentially the captain of this team. And he's one of baseball's, I mean, baseball's five best ball players. So it's, a, it's an enormous loss. I can't stress the fact enough that it is an enormous loss. But we are getting our players back. We have survived without him for the past three games, uh, three full games without him. and We've won all three games. So while it is a huge loss, we still have to go out there and play the games, and the games we've played so far without him have, have resulted in wins. So the Yankees really think that, um, that they can – well, they don't want to. They can win without the heart and soul of their team, Aaron Judge being that. Uh, they don't want to be without him, but they have to be without him now. Unfortunately, uh, but they've proven they can win without them. So let's let's hope they can uh, get some players back and really be a fully operational team. And um, Judge hopefully comes back sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah, um, I think Judge. I was I was very shocked um, that it, it was like it was unexpected. It was like a it was weird. Um, looking, you know, watching the game and just all of a sudden now Judge is injured. Um, But, you know, he's just... It's just just weird to see. Um, With all these injuries coming in, it gives... It kind of gave Judge the, I guess, more of the spotlight. He was like the guy uh, that could really push the team more. Uh, But... With this injury, it does create a little bit of space for you know Talkman and you know Frazier and Garner to get more playing time. Um, but it is a little sad to see because he is one of our one of our best players on the team, and he goes down with the rest of them. So it's a little it's a little you know sad to see. But I think now with Gary coming back, this could be a really good look for Gary, as last year was a slump season for him. If he could really carry this team kind of like Stanton did when Judge got injured uh, last year, um, if Gary could pick things up and, you know, help the team out even more, I think right now Luke Voigt is doing that uh, with all these injuries before Gary came back. But I think adding on to that, Gary could, you know, really spark the offense and uh, help this team out just with him and Voigt. Um, So it's, it's, it's looking good uh, as we're getting – we're chipping away at the I.L. list. Um, more people are coming off of it. Um, as you said, Stanton's going to be coming back soon, so that will be another guy uh, that can help out. Um, so it's all looking good. But the, the judge injury, you could tell from when he got injured, he knew that the I, there's a lot of people on the I.L. Now he's on it. He didn't look very happy. Um, but it's something that we have to deal with. As we've been dealing with all the other injuries, so hopefully, um, when he comes back, he's the same guy that we always know. Who, you know, how he is uh, at the plate and in the field. So, um, yeah, I just hope, you know, with these people coming back like Gary, they could uh, really spark the offense and show what they uh, they can do.
3: Yeah,
2: I, I I I could I see this team being fine. For now, without him, um, it still hurts to not have your heart and soul. But the one thing I'm going to say, Yankee fans, who might be saying he was hurt last year, too. Remember that? Yeah, he was hit by a pitch. He was hit by a pitch from Jacobs Junius and it broke a broken bone in his hand. He's not an injury-plagued player, kind of like Giancarlo Stanton was for a few years. I mean, obviously, he's hurt now. <laughs> but Judge, this injury notwithstanding, I don't see Judge as a guy who is is going to be hurt all the time. He was hurt last year for 50 games uh, with a broken hand, not under his control. This is a conditioning issue. Um, he just pulled the muscle, and it's uh, it's unfortunate. I uh, I don't see this as a recurring thing, so that's that's a positive I'll take out of this. Yes, he was hurt last year as well. I just don't see this as being a recurring issue with Judge being hurt every season. I mean, obviously, you remember him in 2017. Um he uh, he he played a full se- he played a, a a full season and did 52 home runs. So he uh, he's definitely not someone to be concerned about as being hurt all the time. Someone who's going to, he's going to be on the field. He's not Jacoby Ellsbury. He's not going to be out for two straight seasons with with injuries. Uh, it, it's just not it's not something to be concerned with at this time. Now. I could be saying this, and he could be the most injury played player from this point forward. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I hope it doesn't happen. But I just, for everything I've seen, I'm telling you that's more likely than not not going to happen. I, I perceive Judge to be a healthy player uh, more often than not, and a few hiccups here and there. But um, this is nothing to be concerned about as a lingering thing. They'll get him back. They obviously going be tough. But they will not put him on the field if they do not believe that he can be. Uh, healthy and be playing right field like he does all the time. Now, Stanton, on the other hand, Stanton may worry some people uh, with his injury history, but, I mean, it's his bicep. Have you ever seen your Carl Stanton's biceps? I think he's fine. So, there are some players that I would worry about uh, as far as injury goes, number one being and but he didn't have any place in this team really. The injury that concerns me the most is Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks' back injury kind of prevented him from doing anything in spring training. And there really is no time for the one to come back at this point at all. And older Yankee fans will know, um, Don Mattingly's career was derailed at back injuries. He, he was the best player in football for a, few, for a few years. And he had to pretty much hang him up a little early and couldn't be the player he once was because of a debilitating back problem. And backs can be very tough. Um, so his injury I'd be the most concerned with right now. But that being said, the Yankees haven't given anybody cause for insane concern. Um, so I think everyone will come back and come back fine uh, in due time. But if I had to put a put a little pin in where I thought um, there was some concern, I'd give it to Hicks. But, again, it's concern, but it's not dire, desperate concern at this point quite yet.
1: Yeah, um, I think – for Hicks us seeing if it's going to be a because a concern is if he comes back and maybe not this year, maybe next year he hits another back injury or something, or you know, down a lot some time down the line. Um I can definitely see it as a concern and as a worry for the for the Yankees. Um but for right now I think it's fine. Um, we'll have to see if it, if the back injury happens again, then I'll probably be even more concerned. Um, but yeah, I think for him, it's probably just if it happens again for me, at least for me. Um, but I want him to, you know, do, do whatever he needs to do to fix, uh, his back. Um, but for Judge, I definitely think he's not going to be, like you said, he's not gonna be an, an Ellsbury. Um, and I, And, you know, he looks – he had a full season, obviously, when he was a rookie, but he's just – if you look at him, he looks like he's built to play for years on end. Um, He doesn't look like an injury-type guy, uh, and he's very – he's healthy. Uh, Even the last year, like you said, it wasn't his fault that he got injured. He got hit by a pitch. Um, This was just a, you know, a surprise kind of injury uh, to even us Yankee fans. So I think Judge will be perfectly fine. Um, Stanton, he has his his injury issues uh, alone. Um, but I think they'll all be fine, you know, in the next few months, and we'll, we'll see how this team can fully go uh, with everybody healthy because I think the start of the season and right now, we're seeing some teams like the Astros, um, and we when we verse those teams that they're they're pretty competitive uh and we kinda don't have the, the healthy team. Uh when we do have them I feel like, you know, we can really see what they can do against them. Because I against the Astros and we verse we did, we did verse Boston, um we did beat Boston, but Boston's also struggling. So it's I would like to see when they do come back what's going to happen and uh, see where this ship can really ride to.
2: Yeah, uh, and as long as players are playing well, as they are right now, there's no real need uh, to rush anybody back. So we'll we'll hope we continue to play well. we get our players back when we get them, Um, and we will continue to play well and continue to win our games. But with that, we have to wrap this up, and we're going to head to a short break. We'll be right back with more Yankees and the Royals series in a minute.
3: Hey, guys, this is Benson from Bucko Booth, also producer here on this show. Just want to make sure you tune in. New episode of Bucko Booth this Saturday at noon Eastern. We have a lot to get into. With Gold Tucker's debut coming and him seemingly being the shortstop of the future, we're going to take a look to the minor leagues and see who's coming up after him. O'Neill Cruz, who they acquired in the Tony Watson trade, has been raking in the minors. When will he make his way to Pittsburgh? And with the recent three-game skid and the inability to score runs, should Pirates fans believe? We dive into that. Is this the year of the bucko? And the struggles with runners in score square position. How can the Pirates fix that? When is Corey Dickerson and Starling Marte coming back? All this and much more on this week's episode of Bucko Booth. You don't want to miss it. Saturday, noon Eastern. I'll let you get back to this show, but don't miss it. Saturday, noon Eastern, Bucko Booth. See you there. All right.
2: Welcome back. Welcome uh, back, everybody. Welcome, welcome back. back.
1: Uh, our next segment is the Royal series, but we do have a caller uh, right before we hop into that. It's Dom from New York, and um, he has a question about uh, trainers. So uh, let's bring him in.
3: Gentlemen, how are you? Hello, how are you doing? Hello. Good, good. I just have a quick question. I, I used to beat up on the Mets on this, and I wanted to get your assessment. Do you think that all these injuries have anything to do with maybe the trainers or... Them, them pressing too hard. I know, Anthony, you were in spring training. Did you see anything unusual? Because the Yankees have been pretty good, especially this time of year, of staying free from too many injuries. It seems to happen a lot now and with some key players. So I just wanted to take get your take. I realize it's it's hard to assess true nature, but sometimes, you know, it can be a training issue.
2: It definitely could be a training issue. Uh, Personally, uh, Steve Donahue is, in my opinion, one of the better trainers in baseball. He he really has worked. He worked under Gene Monahan, who was Yankees trainer for nearly fifty years. So he uh, he he did a a phenomenal job. And uh, I think they wouldn't have hired somebody like Steve if they didn't think he was good for the job. The guy I think they might put some blame on, and I'm and sorry for ignorance here. I just don't. I just happen not know his name. Um, the Yankees' strength and conditioning coach. It used to be Dina Cavalier. Uh, they got rid of him, um, but they—that's um, the kind of guy who keeps them in shape, who keeps them on the field. The trainers get them back on the field. Um, by the way, the, the name is uh, Mark Kress, who um, has been with the team since uh, 2013. So. That's the kind of guy I could see the Yankees uh, getting rid of, Um, Mark Mark Krause, the training conditioning coach. His job is to keep them on the field and keep them in shape and to make sure they can continue playing um, every day for for a full season. The trainer's job is to get them back on the field. That's why I think the trainer has nothing to do with this. This is definitely the training conditioning coach's um, issue, and he should have some investigation into what he's been doing with the team on what he's been doing. Just keep these players healthy. Because whatever he's doing, he's not doing it well. Yeah,
1: I um I could agree. That could be one of the issues that the Yankees have. Um I think we're really seeing this now uh because of all these injuries um piling up. Uh it's it's look, it looks like this year is probably one of the biggest years for the engine to have all these injuries. So I could definitely see that being a problem. Now, I would like to see maybe if maybe that's a problem why Greg Bird is having a lot of these injuries uh, coming back. That could be something that that's why he can't stay on the field. So, yeah, I could definitely agree with maybe there is some issues with the, you know the strength and conditioning coach and maybe the Yankees have to get rid of him and try to find a new one. But, yeah, I definitely think that could be one of the reasons.
2: It is um, definitely something to, uh, to consider. It's something that the Yankees have to be- take very seriously. And um, this uh, uh, this injury bug has-, has really bitten the Yankees and bitten them a lot. So that was a great question, and thank you, Dominic, uh, for-, for the for the question. Um, now we're going to go into uh, the uh, Yankees and their Series uh, against Kansas City Royals, which I took uh, three out of uh, three out of four games to to best the Royals uh, in the uh, in the series that was last week. Um, so, um, even let me know what you saw in that series, and what you liked, and uh, what you uh, what you think you could improve on.
3: Um,
1: I think I think it was a pretty well played series. Um, there was a little bit. Of misc, I think it was a little bit of a miscue with the pitching again, with the more on the side of the bullpen. Um, I'm pretty sure it could have been. I think it's it was Chad Green. Uh, he got the bases loaded, uh, no outs. They brought Adavino in, and it basically blew up from there. Uh, Adavino gave up a double. I think this score was five nothing before that. Uh, it was five to two, and there was a three run home run that made it uh, five five. And then they also gave up another home run, which made it six five. So that was another series. That was another look at Chad Green's more of his struggles. Um, I feel like he's really made the pitching thin, and it can't happen. Uh, I know I keep talking about Chad Green, but he is an he is a big factor in why the Yankees are almost losing games, um, like they did uh, last night, where the game was seven to five. Uh, that could have all that was a that's way too close for comfort, for comfort. Um, I mean, only a two run and only a two run game when it was like I think a six or five or six run game. So yeah, so that was probably my issue, and I i i I was looking at the games um, I looked at Onavino and it looks like onavvin i don't know if it's just me, but it looks like they're using him a lot and I think they played twenty games they've used him in ten of them so i don't know if there's no other you know other options, obviously there is, but there's a lot of people that are struggling from the bullpen, and the only guy that's really not. I'm not you know, not showing that is Adevino and he's been playing and put into these situations a lot more often so he has been probably the most used reliever on the team right now but all in all I think the, the series went well I think the Yankees really did you know they did what they need to do with all the obviously all the injuries and all, all these people gone so um, yeah I think it was a really it was a well played uh, series
2: yeah, it was a very positive series uh, aside from the, uh, the the bullpen kind of falling apart in the uh, in the Sunday game. But it was a very positive series. We took uh, two, three out of four games. It was our first series, not of two games we expect the Red Sox in two games, uh, that we won. Uh, I believe we won at home. So two game series are are, are are hit or miss. They're two games. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but a big four game set to win a four game set is, is, is impressive. So that's really, uh, that's really an impressive series. It showed me that the Yankee team could play well sustainably. Um, that they were kind of struggling for the first week or two weeks or so, and they kind of turned it around in that Royal series to uh, really prove that we're here and we're we're gonna we're gonna play well and you're gonna have to take us down if you wanna if you, if you wanna advance because we're a good team. And they uh, they went out and CC pitched a great game on uh, on the 21st on that uh, on that Friday uh, Tanaka. We had a great game um, on the uh, on the Saturday. Unfortunately, the game we lost Judge, but Judge had a home run that day. Frazier, Talcum, and Lemayu all homered that day. It was a uh, great overall ball game aside from losing Judge. And you know, to that, um, th- that was an interesting game. We ended up winning on the, um, the R- on the RBI uh, base hit from Rowland, who with three hits on the game. His walk off RBI was um, obviously huge, but we were up. Five. no, I'm sorry. We were up four nothing at one point. We were four nothing. Far five, five nothing. And then they scored six runs in the eighth. Six, six inning runs. A six to take a six five lead. Ended up tying it in the in the eighth. Ended up with a base hit from row line tied the game, and then obviously winning it in the in the tenth. But it should never have gotten to the point where they were scoring six runs in the eighth inning over bullpen. It's supposed to be great. Now obviously Chet Green is down in the minor leagues. Um so hopefully we we'll won't have to worry about him for a little bit. Uh you know, I give a pass to. He's been great all season. I give him a pass at this point. So yes, he gave up some runs, but he uh his season's been good enough where I can, I can I can kind of say it's okay. He um uh, he's entitled to a bad game. So that's the one game I would I would um I would kind of be a little concerned about, but nothing too, nothing too crazy to overly concern myself with. Um, and obviously the loss we took in the first game of the series, which was on Thursday was a, a Harmon pitched. He went, um, he went six, got three runs. Not a great start. Not a, not a terrible start. Um, again, holding it not pitch. Well, uh, we just didn't hit that game. Uh, Homer Bailey really, really pitched to a uh, very good ball game. So, uh, aside from the loss, we had three solid games, uh, aside from that bullpen on the on the last game of the series, it was a good series and it proved we can really come out and play well and play hard and win even without our best players. So if 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 nothing else, it was a series to uh to really prove to ourselves the baseball that we may be down, but again, why not? Yeah. Um
1: I think it was well played. I think right now, looking at the rotation, CC has been one of the the guy that got off the IL and has actually been doing really good. Um, he's had really good starts, and you know that's what we need from him—a guy that's a veteran that's pitching well. Um, it would be—it would probably be a little disappointing if he came off the IL and he was struggling. Um, but I'm loving to see that he's you know doing really well and uh, getting the job done. Tanaka after he had a bad start he did I, he did come back and uh do what we've been seeing uh you know the rest of the season so far um Herman did have a bad a bad start like you said but um you know he just had a really good one last night so i think the the team right now is looking it's looking like it's shaping up it's looking like it's looking a bit better um Romine had Probably on that Saturday, Sunday game, probably one of the best games offensively um, that you know he's had for you know his whole career, um, with his first walk off um, of his career and uh, getting the tying run in. I think he was he's he's the catcher that if Gary come you know Gary goes down or one of the catchers goes down, he is a guy that is perfect. He has a perfect role in the, uh, you know, catcher, uh, second catcher position. So I think the Yankees uh, are really glad they they have him, and uh, I think um, it showed in that series. So hopefully that can continue. Uh, I know we have Gary back, but um, we'll see how how Romine will do, you know, for the rest of the season, if he could continue his hot streak,
2: Austin Romine is uh, the, your perfect backup catcher. He is a great fielder, with a great arm, but also he he can hit. He's not he, he's not really embarrassing himself uh, with a bat. He really every, all the pitchers like throwing to him. Uh, he really is a popular amongst the starting pitchers and all the pitchers. So having Romine. Start when Sanchez is out. Obviously, Gary's bat is, is much better than Romine's, but it's not like you're putting somebody who can't hold their own back there. Romine definitely knows what he's doing, and it shows. I mean, he had a big game in Kansas City with the with the um, with, with the walk off base hit, and it um, it, it proves to the baseball world that Austin Romine is a legitimate ball player. He is not just Gary Sanchez's backup. He's a legitimate role player in his own right and I'm um, I- I'm happy to say that he did a good job while sending this out, but unfortunately for Austin, Gary's back and he's going to start going to start and that is no there is no question about that. Gary is now back. It's back to having Gary Hunt played every every day and we are we, we are finally getting our injured players back um, even if it's go- even if it's going to mean less playing time for some for some hard-nosed ball players like Romine, but uh, I I I even think Austin would tell you that uh, he uh, he's happy to give up his, his his role right now in order to help the team um, because he knows Gary's a better player than he is anyway. But with that, we're going to have to wrap up this segment uh, as we go to break. We'll be talking about the rotation right after this.
0: Hello. It's Tim from the Amazing Mets podcast, where every Thursday night we cover everything you need to know about the New York Mets. On this week's episode, we will be talking about our winning formula and what we need to do and what lineups we will have to use in order to win the future games, especially with the tough schedule coming up. Along with that, we will also be discussing our starting pitching struggles and what free agents or trades we can make to fill in that final spot in the rotation. We will also be opening up our mailbag for any Mets fans or any MLB fans who has questions about the New York Mets. I'm going to let you get back to your show right now, but just make sure to tune into the Amazing Mets podcast There's Thursday night and hope to see you guys there. All right, uh, welcome back. Our final
1: topic is the starting rotation and how they've been doing, how it's kind of changed since uh, opening day and, every, and everything. So um, what are your takes on you know, how the rotation's looking so far and the changes it's made since uh, opening day?
2: Well, obviously, losing Severino for, uh, for the foreseeable future is an enormous loss. But it's, when you look at the rotation, they've all pitched pretty well. Even Jay Happ, um, even Jay Happ on Monday, he, uh, he gave up a, a two-run home run, uh, I believe, in the second inning. But he, also, but he went seven innings and gave up two runs. So Jay Happ was really the only guy you can point to and say he's having a bad start. But he's turned it around, especially with, with the start he had on Monday. Bingo Herman is an ERA under two with uh, with a 1.75 ERA for the season. He's pitched great. Sabathia has pitched great. He has yet to give up an earned run in this season in in, uh, in, in ten innings.
3: So he's pitched
2: great. Tanaka has been uh, has been great again. Seven innings, uh, two uh, two point seven six ERA for the season so far. It, it's really been the opposite. I had expected the bullpen's a little shaky, and the rotation has been lights out. I'm not even going to mention Paxton because he pitched some of the best baseball I've seen in a long time against Boston, which we mentioned, and against Kansas City before. The bullpen blew it in the eighth, um, which we ultimately ended up winning anyway. But still, it was it, it has been really fascinating to see this team and their rotation. He's so dominant, and I'm looking forward to another another game where we have a dominant starting pitcher tonight, because I fully expect Sabathia to be a very good pitcher tonight. This, this 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 rotation has been a pleasant surprise, even without their ace uh, Severino. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be back in due time, and he can uh, and he and he can add to this already dominant rotation. But um, as of right now, he's pitching well as far as the rotation goes, and I'm not going to question anything about it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think the rotation going into this season was one of our weaker uh options. Um the bullpen was our the bullpen and the offense was really really good. And when you look at the rotation now with all these injuries and with the bullpen kind of struggling, it looks like the rotation is really really good. So Um, I'm really liking what everybody's doing. I'm liking how Sabathia came off the aisle and was doing great. Masahiro Tanaka is probably having one of his best starts uh, with Severino um, injured. Paxton, his last two starts, have been incredible. Uh, Hap has been struggling, but he's starting to pick it up, and I'm I'm liking that um, because we need him. Uh, he's another kind of veteran arm that the Yankees need, uh, with Sabathia um, and Herman. Going off of last year, with him actually being a bullpen pitcher, and you know he he did fill in a little bit of starting pitching. Uh, he was a little bit, you know, he did struggle a little bit, but you know, coming into this year, having the experience from last year with even the bullpen. And the starting pitching, he's looking really, really good. So the the rotation is looking phenomenal, um, and I really couldn't say anything else that would look better. Obviously, if we were struggling, if, there, if the pitcher's struggling in the game, um, but I think as a whole, it looks really, really good.
2: It does look very good. Um, this just proves why you have to play the games on the field, because on paper, the Yankees have an okay rotation and a great bullpen. Um, but now you look at the team and their rotation's been great, their bullpen's been okay, and even looking at the offense, on paper, it's a A lineup, but we're going out and winning games. So this just proves that you have to play your games. You have to get out there. 27 outs, and and really prove to the other team what you got. And as of right now, the Yankees have proved that their rotation is not to be messed with. They have a dominant pitcher in, uh, in Paxton, a great two right now, in that of Uh, in uh Jay Happ has been better as of late. Uh, Sabathi has been phenomenal. And the best pitcher of the bunch, uh, from Paxton, has been Herman, who's their five. So this 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 also poses an interesting question. When Severino comes back, who do you take out of the rotation? If Herman continues pitching like this, and Severino comes back, what do you do with Herman? Do you make six, six men in the rotation? I wouldn't do that personally, but um, it, it was just some questions. Now these are these are good questions to have because it means all your guys are playing now. But I um, I, I uh, I've been very happy to see this rotation would be, be a dominant force and prove to all teams around baseball that the Yankees' rotation is not to be messed with.
1: Yeah, and I think going back to your problem with Severino coming back and who you take out, I think that's a good problem to have. Um, with these injuries, where we have guys that can step up. Like even the Wyseka, uh, he was actually supposed to pitch last night, uh, but with the bullpen unfortunately having to pitch uh, seven innings, um, he didn't. But we have him as an option. He could he could you know could pitch tonight. Um, we have Herman, which I would think if Green's not doing that great still with Severino back, he could be he could really get a bullpen spot. Um, and that's also if we see Batantis back. So there is options for some of these guys that are in the starting uh, rotation that could go to the bullpen due from injury or from chagreen from like struggles or anything. So it is going to be interesting to see when Severino does come back, who will take, who will be you know dropped down to AAA or who will take a bullpen role and still do really, really good with if, everything does not go as planned and green is still in AAA and Kansas is still out, uh, which I, we hope doesn't happen. But if it does happen, we have guys that can step up and do it.
2: We do. We have, we, this injury bug has proven a few things to me. The most important being that you may not know a lot of these guys. You may not know all the names, but the Yankees have a deep, minor league system that has continued to prove itself time and time again. Did anybody know who Mike Ford was two weeks ago? I didn't. To be very candid with you, I was in spring training. I was there in uh, in Tampa and there was a player signing autographs against the fence. I had no idea who he was. Um, And he signed a ball for me. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with this? It's a nice ball. I collect autographs, but it wasn't something that I was too overjoyed about because I didn't know what the hell he was. Come find out it was Mike Ford. And now he's playing first base for the Yankees starting every day. So, I mean, it just proves, it just goes to show Yankee fans and the baseball world that the Yankees have a deep, deep minor league system. Mike Ford, Clint Frazier, Mike Talkman, uh, I can continue. I mean, this this team, I mean, Joe Harvey out of the bullpen, Everybody who's come up has, has, has contributed and contributed at some point pretty well. So this team really has proven to everybody, including Yankee fans, that while they are banged up, the next man up is here to play his heart. Out. He's not, not going to play like Judge. He's not going to play like Stanton. He's not going to play like Santarina. But he will give everything he's got, and he will try his darndest to play very well and as of right now they've done it, a good job.
1: Yeah, I think the people that have stepped up have been doing really really well and it's it's really good to see that because of the struggles of the injuries, you never know from AAA if you're going to get a guy that's going to step up, be very good at the position, do good at the uh, you know, at the plate. It's it's going to be interesting. Um and they just throw them in there. And it right now, the Yankees are very, you know, they're They have a, I don't know if it's luck, but I think they have a talented enough farm system right now. Even though we don't have the craziest prospects, they have a good enough farm system to bring guys up, and they're stepping up and doing really, really good. So I think... You know, moving forward, they're going to have to do some decisions uh, to bring guys down, bring guys up, and see what happens. Um, but for right now, we're really kind of seeing the big end of the farm system stepping up for for all these injuries, and we're kind of also seeing some of some players' futures on the team uh, in the you know in the later years. So I think it's a good you know right now with all the injuries it's good to look at it and see okay this could be something in the next few years that we get from this guy and i think the and i think for yankees fans you know it's a good sign to see somebody up in the majors and say you know he's looking good right now what's going to happen in the next few years uh down the road maybe will he be better will he be the same we wouldn't know cuz he might not stay up here this year or next year but it's good to look and see that the Yankees have somebody that can take the role.
2: Yeah, that and when they come up here, they're gain- aside from playing well, they're gaining valuable experience. I could almost guarantee you I wouldn't have seen Mike Ford or Cyro Estrada in the major leagues this year um, or Joe you know, Urshela playing 3rd the Yankees on a daily basis. But I'm seeing it and they're getting valuable experience playing here every day. Gio Urshula has made some amazing plays at third base. Thyro Estrada had two hits yesterday, including his first big league hit. Mike Ford did his first big league home run yesterday. Yankees have proven, again, proven time and time again with everybody they've brought up that there is another guy who's going to play. Obviously, you might not know who he is, but he's going to play, and he's going to be a Yankee because that's how this team Churns out ball players. They are Yankees. The way a Yankee plays ball is different from the way any other team plays baseball. They play with a heart and a passion. You can't teach. It's ingrained in them. It's ingrained in the day they draft you. When you're drafted, you're drafted because yeah, you're a ball player, because you, you can be a Yankee. This team has proven time and time again that they know what they're doing when they bring up these ball players. They know what they're doing. They signed these guys and these guys because they know that this team may go through injuries and they need to replace them with guys who have that heart, have that passion, that can play. And they found some diamonds in the rough, like Ford, Clint Frazier, you know, all these players come up, played well, played their hearts out for the these past few games, Seeing their emotional leader and their team leader, Judgeville on the IL, probably sent shockwaves, through the, through, the, through the clubhouse, but they didn't sit back put their tails in their legs. they got up and pieced the team together and went out and they won five straight ball games. This team is not going to quit. This team will be a good team, and I'm happy to be a Yankee fan right now. Um, but with that uh, rousing speech about positivity about the Yankees, we have to wrap up today's episode. Um, I'm very looking forward to tonight's ball game. Um, Yankees Angels CC on the mound um, Should be a fun game um, But I uh, but Before uh, For my co-host Even, uh, I'm going to say uh, So long everybody And uh, hope you all have a good day And hope the Yankees Pull out a win So long everybody
0: See you guys If I can
3: make it there I know I'll make it Just about anywhere It's Pinstripe Talk is produced by Benson Fechter. Pinstripe Talk is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. Be sure to give our hosts a follow on Instagram. It's Eman at Yankees Network 99 and Anthony at Simeon 16 That's S I M E 16 For more Pinstripe Talk content, be sure to head over to our website at BaseballPodcastNet.com. And be sure to follow the Baseball Podcast Network on all their social media platforms, Instagram, at Baseball Podcast Net, Twitter, at Baseball Podcast One, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-1, YouTube at Baseball Podcast Network, and SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to Finster Talk. We'll see you next
2: time.